I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. Thank you so much for listening. I felt inspired to do a podcast today. I'm not 100% sure what I would like to touch on. I just kind of wanted to give a life update. I have a few common themes that I think I want to bring up in this week's episode, but this is going to be very unformulated and kind of all over the place, so I'm going to try to stay on track. If you've been listening for any period of time, you know I can tend to babble and ramble on in 20 opposite directions. So a little bit about what's going on with me. The last few months have been (laughs) crazy. I don't know an enlightened word to use for that. They've definitely been teaching me a lot about myself, um, pushing me, challenging me. There's been times I felt on top of the world and there's been times where I just wanted to call it quits and give up because I'm like, really universe? Like how many times do we have to go through this? But as we all know, relationships really teach us so much about ourselves and I've been noticing a lot of things and shifts coming up in the last few weeks. So for me, my thing with love and relationships is I have a deeply ingrained fear of intimacy. Um, I'm noticing this more and more um, as I've been out of the relationship world, so to speak. My ex and I broke up in February and I've been single since. Um, I've really been enjoying this time. It's never felt more vital for me to be alone and really learn where I need to grow, where I need to develop, and my weak spot, so to speak. But I wouldn't call them weak spots because it's more so lessons that we need to learn and just ways that our soul needs to develop in order to transcend and live up to our fullest potential. So my thing has always been fear of intimacy. I feel attacked and very vulnerable when I am in relationship. Um, I tend to go for people that are very emotionally unavailable or just uninterested or they are kind of the opposite of me where they're narcissistic and very closed off and they push me away and reject me because I tend to associate rejection with love. I think that if someone doesn't like me right off the bat and I feel a struggle, I feel like I really need to try to gain their attention, to gain their love. I tend to associate that with love because I, for whatever reason, was conditioned to believe that at a young age and it's kind of just repeating those patterns and unlearning. So what I do is I've gone for people that aren't available um, physically, emotionally, or there's some sort of turmoil and drama because if I don't feel the drama with someone, I tend to lose interest very quickly. And this has been a problem that's been reappearing and reappearing over and over again, where I will meet these really nice guys. They're great and they're available and they are interested in me. And I get so turned off and I lose interest very quickly. And it sucks because I will always be interested like in the beginning stages in the first few days or weeks where it's kind of a challenge, you're going back and forth, you don't really know. But once I feel like, okay, this person is genuinely interested in getting to know me, I just, I shut down and I run away. And I feel like that's the reason why I've never been broken up with in a relationship. I always do the breaking up because it's the whole leave before you can get left. Because someone really seeing me and someone really knowing me and having that 
potential to really connect with someone on a deep soul level is just so intimidating to me and it's it's been hard so I always lust after these people that I don't really know I just tend to glorify them and I I project my hopes and my emotions onto them and it's not reciprocated and then it makes me want them more and it really sucks and that's why I feel like currently I'm not in the right state of mind to be in a serious relationship this is the first time in a very long time where I can honestly say I don't feel emotionally available Um, and it's not because I think I haven't met the right person yet I think right now I need this alone time to really like dig into my soul and get in all those cracks and crevices and sweep out the shit so to speak because I don't feel ready for a commitment right now I think if I were to jump into something serious it would do more harm than good because I don't feel like I'm ready for a long-term commitment I am very pressed on time there's been so many transitions and changes in my life but I, I don't think that's the main problem. I feel the main issue here is fear of intimacy, fear of getting close with someone, feeling vulnerable, and fear of being hurt. And if I remain closed off and I don't want anything serious, then how could I be hurt, right? But I don't think that that's courageous. I feel our society quote, like puts people up on a pedestal that are like, fuck feelings, don't get attached. It's It's become not cool to get emotions involved but the thing about love is that love is vulnerability and vulnerability is brave and courageous and I I really admire people that are vulnerable enough to speak their truth and to put themselves out there and to risk rejection to risk backlash but we can't fully connect on a deep soul level if we aren't vulnerable. We can connect on that superficial, like surface level. And I feel that's what differentiates close, good friends with acquaintances. We have those people in our lives that will hear us, that will give us space, that will say me too. And that's when we fully get to know someone beyond all the, how was your day? How's work? type of things and I feel that's what I want in the long run but do I feel ready for it at this stage in my life truthfully no right now I want to focus on me and give myself that attention I want to work on my career finding a position that I love I want to work on doubling my salary I want to work on my income and my goals and moving out of my house that is my main focus right now and I feel when we are the right time at the right place that's when it will happen so i wanted to kind of touch on soulmates and share my view and perspective of soulmates because this is a term that's thrown around especially in the spiritual community and there's nothing wrong with soulmates whatsoever i believe in soulmates but as many people in the community i don't believe that it is you have one soulmate for the rest of your life and that's it because if that was the case then we would all kind of be fucked I think soulmates are anyone, mentors, coaches, leaders, friends, family, coworkers, um, partners. They're people that your soul was meant to connect with in this plane, on this earth, in this lifetime. And I'm someone that believes we have many lifetimes and our soul has many lives. 
And it, when we eventually get to heaven, that's because our soul completed its purpose. But our souls came to this physical realm to learn lessons, to connect, to love, to feel pain and suffer, and then ultimately evolve from that. And I've had many soulmates. I believe everyone in my life right now is a soulmate because relationships really show us what we need to work on. They show us parts of ourselves that we aren't comfortable with. And even if someone doesn't, it doesn't work out, you don't end up getting married or engaged. I don't think that that's a failure. I don't think that's a mistake. I don't think any amount of time spent with someone is it's worth it to regret. That's why I don't regret any of my relationships because they all served a higher purpose. They all showed my soul its higher path and things that I needed to fix or learn to love and learn to open and really like learn to have my heart cracked open in the most painful way possible because that's what was, it's as fucked up as it sounds like it was supposed to be that way. I think there is some truth in us picking our life's paths, us choosing our parents, even if we are suffering and we're in despair and we don't understand like why I was given this life, ultimately your higher self knows what is best for you. So that's my take on soulmates. I believed I had one soulmate at one point in my life and after trying so many times and realizing it wasn't going to work out, this wasn't serving me anymore, I had to let that go still believe he was my soulmate because the most painful relationships being broken up with being cheated on being abused yes they suck to put it lightly but they teach us to release what is no longer serving us to surrender they teach us to let go and that is some of the hardest lessons to learn and it's that whole thing i come back to with the same person different face until you learn the lesson You will continue to manifest those experiences, those painful situations, the same person, different face kind of thing where why is this person ghosting me? Why is this happening again and again and again and again? It's until we can come to some sort of closure and peace within that experience that we will move on to the next lesson and we will no longer manifest that same thing over and over and over again. Relationships have brought me a lot of pain And I felt a lot of shame because I always blame myself. I think that it's some sort of inherited flaw within me that I'm inadequate and inferior and something's wrong with me and I have to fix myself to earn love. I kind of don't know what unconditional love feels like on the opposite end. I believe I've given unconditional love to certain friends and family. I do believe humans are capable of unconditional love especially as stupid as this sounds, the love I give to my cat um, and maybe a mother's love for her child. But it's, it's important to feel that unconditional love because when we grow up in a household where we have tumultuous relationships and there's lots of turmoil and um, it's very hectic and we don't feel that unconditional love, so often we seek it out from people who cannot love us. And that gives us the best gift we could ever need and want in this lifetime is ultimately learning to give that love to ourselves so that's my that's my mission right now is learning to not only give unconditional love to others but mostly give it to myself so off of that same token is twin flames this is a really interesting concept in the spiritual community your twin flame is basically if your soul was a flame 
Your twin flame is the twin to your flame. It's your soul's exact match. And twin flames could exist on many different planes. And even if you haven't manifested your twin flame in the physical reality yet, they still exist on the spiritual plane. So twin flames, it's a little different than soulmates, although I believe that your twin flame is one of your soulmates. But for example, my twin flame is basically a mirror um and they could be completely like this you basically hold the same core wound that's how i see twin flames so when i was 21 i met my twin flame and he had the same core wound as me a fear of abandonment fear of loss fear of grief he had been abused as a child and um, this was a very violent relationship so he was my twin flame because although we had the same core wound we expressed it in various like different ways he was very explosive i was very implosive he was very hostile and volatile and i turned that anger inward so we match we were an energetic match and that's when you will meet your twin flame is when you are the on the same level of vibration and frequency and your twin flame basically comes into your life too sometimes it could be very painful as that relationship was and unfortunately they will break you open not all twin flames but this is what i've experienced they will break your heart open and you will feel damaged and destroyed beyond repair but for me i wouldn't take back this experience because i feel it was so necessary it was part of my story and it was part of my path and twin flame relationships can be very painful because it can consist of heartbreak but you have you have to realize that ultimately everything is serving a higher purpose and it you may not see it in the moment you may not see it in a month a year 10 years but eventually when our souls pass on and we transition to the other side i do feel that that relationship will be restored and you will meet with your twin flame again and i feel it's possible to have more than one twin flame um, and these relationships can be expressed in a different way for each experience if that makes sense i feel like i'm not explaining this great but i feel the issue is when we we use that concept of twin flame or soulmate to stay in a toxic relationship just because someone is your soulmate or your twin flame it doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice your own happiness for theirs or oh they're my twin flame they're my soulmate i'll never find this again i can't leave Please don't use that as an excuse to disregard or excuse dysfunctional, unhealthy behavior. If something is damaging you, you have to choose yourself and move on. And that is the greatest work and that is the hardest lesson I've had to learn in this lifetime so far. So I think I'll end it there. I have to get back to work. I'm kind of on my lunch break. This has been my last week at my current position, at my job as a caseworker. Um, and this job has taught me a lot about what I want and what I don't want. And as far as life goes, I mean, I'm very much looking forward to the next few weeks of having no work, um, working on myself and school and getting back into prioritizing my health and my fitness and my well-being. I haven't meditated in a hot minute. Um, and I feel I really need to focus on self-care in the next few weeks and just get back to my baseline and come back to basics and 
um, feel better again because my mind has kind of been all over the place. So I've really been trying to make time for friends and spend time with others. And even if you're not ready to connect on an intimate romantic level, it's still super important to feel that sense of belongingness and connection with others and feel like you have a safety net and a support system that is crucial. And that's kind of where I want to leave you guys. Um, In the next few weeks, I'm going to be talking a lot more about spiritual concepts and topics like transitioning to the other side, communicating with spirit signs from the universe and so on i have a couple more interviews lined up for you guys in the next few weeks which i think you will very much enjoy if you're enjoying sex and psychology you can follow me on the sex and psych instagram or you can leave a voice message with your questions and comments or leave a rating it would mean so much to me we've reached over a thousand listeners this month which is very much um, exciting and it makes me really happy to know that this content is resonating with y'all. So thanks so much again for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of your